When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, we'll kick this things off. Th- this off. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt, and this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 120. Got a special guest on the podcast today. We got our very own former NFL scout for the Browns, the Jets, the Giants, the Vikings. No, I don't know. I don't think it was the Vikings. Um, and and current statistician for the Jets and the Giants, but also just a dear friend of the pod, a great groomsman, and, and a four-time state champion at, at Mountain Lakes. Nobody beats the herd. Mr. Rob, Andrew right. Field Baldinger. Let's give it up for the man. Let's give it up for Andrew. There Thanks for is. joining there us. Andrew, let's talk some NFL football. Love it. I got to correct you, though. Two-time state championship. But regardless, nobody beats the herd. No, nobody, nobody, nobody was going to look that up, Andrew. <laughs> well, no Andrew, fact checkers here. <laughs> it is great to have you back on the Brothers Brandt podcast. This has become an annual tradition. We enjoy this episode for a variety of reasons. One, we get to enjoy those beautiful locks that I see there have been growing out lusciously. Yes, yes, show them off. And Andrew, there's a reason why Rick's wearing a hat. It's because he has male pattern baldness, and the man is just losing hair left and right. And as we get back to this podcast episode, <laughs> <laughs> we will be discussing this year's 2022 NFL preview. And as we've done before in the past, we've gone through each division. We've talked about what we like, who do we think is going to come out on top, what are the records going to be. And then once we go through each division, we cap things off with a little playoff preview, uh, conference championships, as well as Super Bowl predictions with an MVP thrown in there. So I am excited to get into this podcast episode. It's a great time of the year. Fall is arriving. The football season is upon us. And Fields, why don't we get things going here in the AFC East, sir? Yeah, AFC East. Um is going to be, I think, a little more competitive than we saw last year. Uh, 
let's just say it. The Bills are going to be the most dominant uh, team in this division with the target on their back. So um, I don't think much is going to change from like the hierarchy in that standpoint. Uh, even if they lost Dable and Shane to the Giants, uh, I still think that they have the infrastructure uh, needed in order to really crown themselves as the champions um, of this division. Dolphins are in an interesting situation, though, right? I mean, they got a new head coach uh, brought over from the Niners, uh, and I, I'm excited to see what they do, but it may take some tinkering. Uh, Tua really bought himself another year, which is interesting, after the Stephen Ross debacle. So I think it's not this one year to prove it or lose it. I think he actually has another year after that. So I think they have some confidence to really tinker and um, you know figure out how to – uh get this team rolling uh new england is obviously the uh you know crowning champ for the past couple decades uh but just from a roster standpoint i just can't see it from a matchup but uh belichick's the best and has always proved us wrong um and then the jets are jetting you know how it is it's uh <laughs> of watching them again uh but someone's got to take the stats right so that's uh where I fall in uh, terms of my takes. How about you, I Rob? couldn't agree, could not agree with you more. I think that division's going to finish out the same way you described: Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets. Rob, what do you what do you think? Um, I think that the uh, the Bills are going to finish out in first. Clearly, uh, then I think the uh, New England Patriots are going to finish out in second because you just can't count Bill Belichick out, um, and then. The Dolphins are going to finish in third and the Jets uh, are going to finish in dead last. But I do think that um, somehow, some way, I feel like the Dolphins will have a good enough record to get like the uh, the second wild card. Mm, OK, I like that, Rob. You know, they've got Tyreek Hill, former Cheetah from Kansas City, now Cheetahine in Miami on South Beach. I think they're going to be an exciting offense. I really do. Guys, let's go to the North Division here. You've got the Bengals, Steelers, Browns, and Ram, uh, excuse me, Ravens. That's how it finished up last year. What's your thoughts on this one, Andrew? Yeah, so uh, I really think that this is the Ravens division to lose this year. Um, if you look at how banged up they were last year, it's remarkable how they finished. And they had really close games, even in their losing ones. Um, so I'm very confident that the Ravens um, will be – making some serious noise and perhaps even securing themselves a buy um, in the playoff picture, which is um, a big improvement from last year. But the injury bug is no joke. Um, if it's, you know, a little ominous to view this, but the mascot for the Ravens just got carted off in the halftime show today as, as this preseason is happening <laughs> right now as we're doing this. So um, hopefully the injury bug it will not plague them this year. Second in the division uh, will be the Bengals. I think that they do have a high, really high power offense. Uh, but where it's still unimpressive and lackluster is their poorest zone defense. Um, even throughout the playoffs, they really weren't reliable. Um, Eli Apple is not great. There's a reason <laughs> around a few teams. I think he's a liability. And their best player is uh, a safety who's, you know, top tier, but 
it's it just doesn't seem enough to hang unless you can really keep up with the points. So uh, I don't think that's a game they want to be playing. You got to rely on your defense. And if Mike White ca- carved you up, um, I think there's some serious liabilities there and not too much changes going on in that defense. Second, or excuse me, third will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think either way you go, whether it's Mitch or Kenny, uh, I think uh, they're going to be uh, a really good team. Mike Tomlin doesn't really have losing teams. It's just not in his blood. The defense is still quite stellar. Um, and Najee Harris, I think, is primed for a breakout year. Um, so I, I think the Steelers are going he, to... He didn't, he didn't have a breakout year last year? No, he had a great year, but I think he's going to be probably the best running back this year. Um, so that's just my hot take there. And then fourth is the Browns. Um, maybe a little bit different in Watson. Uh you know, didn't get suspended here. Uh, but lo and behold, the Browns will probably be finishing at the bottom of the pack here. So uh, that's how I think things will play out. Hey, hey, Rick, I want to do something. I want to jump in here. I think I want I want to get Andrew's take on a on a, on a hot take, a player to watch in each uh, division. So who's a player to watch in the we'll go back to the AFC East and the AFC North. Yeah, I I think Brees Hall from the Jets has a chance to be offensive rookie of the year. Um, I think he's going to be a guy you should definitely be snagging in fantasy. Uh, it seems unanimous from people who are on the sideline watching their practices that he's the real deal. Uh, so I'm very excited to watch and see how he does. I, um, Iowa Iowa State Cyclone, sound the alarm, Rick. Ooh, Uh, yeah, <laughs> did you hear that where you were? Did you hear that? It was like thundering. <laughs> um, anyways, um, it's like you're enjoying some nice glass of wine there, nice glass of uh, Merlot or something, maybe some cat, oh, some water. Okay, uh, yeah, it's H2O. Um, and uh, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers with Najee is gonna be my guy to watch this year. Um, I mean, everyone's watching him, but yeah. Uh, I think he's primed for a great year. Okay. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll run through the North here real quick. I actually think the Bengals are going to repeat as division winners. I think Joe Burrow is going to light it up. I think that they're bringing in some reinforcements to help with that offensive line that was god-awful last year. It cannot be worse than it was last year, and they went to the Super Bowl. I think the offense is going to be clicking. As long as everybody stays healthy, I do like Cincinnati. Now, I think the Ravens also, like you said, Fields, is going to be a very good team this year. Um, But I still like the Bengals on top. The Steelers, either way you slice it, I got them in third. And then the Browns, just like the New York Jets, going to be in the dumpster again for a while. Yep, yep. Rick, I I echo those sentiments. Uh, I'm going Bengals, Ravens, uh, Steelers, Browns, and it's just tough to beat a team that's going to put up like 30 plus points a game. Like the Bengals, their offense is just ridiculous, like top to bottom, just insane. Going to be a great division, excited for it. Also, the South, the AFC South should be a very compelling division this year. What do you make of this one, Andrew? Yeah, uh, I think that it's actually going to be stronger than it better be stronger than what we saw last year. It was not a really competitive division in the grand scheme of things. Um, So let's start off with the first uh, and best team. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts Uh, from top down. Their roster is really solid. 
Uh, I think it's a probably a pretty safe bet to say Matt Ryan's going to be an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Uh, he's a little bit more reliable. He's a veteran. Uh, very excited to see what Michael Pittman can do. And of course, Jonathan Taylor's the bell cow. So pity city, pity city. Yeah. So I'm 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 putting uh my chips onto Indy for this uh crown of the AFC South. Second, uh a little bit of a surprise here. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh I think they actually have a lot of talent on that roster. Um, but they now have an adult as a head coach, which is really cool. I'm excited to see what they can do. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was the number one overall pick. He was a generational pick. Everyone was saying that. And I think he'll have the support system to really get that to shine. Uh, Third will be the Houston Texans. Uh, I really like what Davis Mills is doing. I think they're starting to click together. Uh, They're getting together a run game with uh, Pierce. And uh, I I like what they have with Cook as well. Just the defense, it's, it's not amazing uh they're just a few parts away i think from being actually a pretty sound roster uh and last this might be a surprise with tennessee titans um i think losing aj brown's a big loss they lost Dante foreman um and Ooh, yeah. really if they don't have derrick henry available uh you know i, I think it's going to be tough to establish the run and can you really trust Tannehill uh or malik uh the rookie so i, I think it's uh it's a team that's very dependent on one player and I'm a little nervous to see what happens with them. Wow. Wow. That would be incredible. You'd have the number one overall AFC playoff team from a year ago coming in last in this division, a complete reversal. And, you know, eventually things do have to change and things have to turn over. I'm not buying it just yet. I think King Henry will be the MVP of the league. That's right. I think he's going to go out and outshine all the other quarterbacks, whoever else you can think of. And I think a running back is going to get an MVP this year. King Henry, that team, they are they are mad from what happened last year, getting knocked out in the playoffs to the Bengals. Coach Mike Vrabel is fantastic. I like them at the top. Um, I'll take the Colts in uh, second, Jags in third, and the Texans in last. Hmm. Rick, that was the hottest take I've ever heard of Derrick Henry being the MVP of the league. (laughs) Rick, no. (laughs) Just wait, just wait. You bookmark it. Not gonna happen, bro. Not gonna. He might run for three thousand yards this year because they're so dependent on him. All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna go with the Colts. That offense is awesome. I love it. Uh, You know, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You know, some some mistake him, Toolman Taylor. Uh, we got Pity City there. We got Matt Ryan. We got Moali Cox, the biggest human on the planet. Um, I I love the Colts. Love them. They're gonna they're gonna finish number one. Uh, then we're gonna go with like you said, Andrew, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because at the end of the year, I had my mom. I was I was placing a bet. Shout out to our sponsor, FanDuel. Um, you know, you got money. FanDuel will will take it from you. Uh, shout out our sponsors, little <laughs> sponsor. Um, I I was placing a bet just for fun on the last week of the season, and I had my mom. I was just reading off teams to her who knows nothing about football, and she was just telling me who she wanted to win. And it was a seventeen team parlay, and I did not come close to hitting it. I missed on like six or seven games, but she goes. 
I go, uh, do you want the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Indianapolis Colts? And she just immediately goes, Jags. <laughs> yeah. That was the last game of the year. The Jags were the worst team in the league. The Colts were on pace to make the playoffs. All they had to do was beat the Jags. And the Jags took it to them. And I think that Trevor Lawrence, it's going to turn for him this year. He's got ETN. They paid, they paid a ton of money to Christian Kirk. Um, so I think they're going to finish in second. And then I think it's going to be uh, the Tennessee Titans. And then I think it's going to be uh, the Houston Texans. Watch out for Damian Pierce, though. Damian, wow. Fierce. Damian Fierce. Wow. Okay. So you guys are taking Indy in that one. I like it. Now, this division coming up, the West division in the AFC, that's been a really fun one for many years now because you've had the Kansas City Chiefs doing what they do with Patrick Mahomes. And then you've got some of these younger teams coming up a little resurgence. And then out of nowhere, the Denver Broncos acquire quarterback, Hall of Famer, future Russell Wilson. Andrew, what do you think of this division now? This is up in the air, I think. This is a big division. Yeah. Um, just to back up, my player for AFC South to watch will be uh, Brandon Cooks. He's pretty reliable for a 1,000 yards, so he's like a must on your fantasy team. Um, so AFC West, let's start with the Chiefs, right? Um, they got immense talent with Patrick Mahomes, whoever they give him. Uh, he seems to do wonders with, with Sky Moore uh, replacing Tyreek Hill. Can, do you think it's going to be an ample substitute? I don't. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be at the bottom of this division. What? And we'll be able to see a lot more uh, parity here, I think, with some other teams. At the top, I think we're going to be able to see the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, just watching how Josh McDaniels has been coaching this preseason. It is fun. It is exciting. I love the fronts that they're running. Uh, it is a wide open playbook with so much talent. How could a team that gets um, let's see, uh, Chandler Jones, they get Devonte Adams. How could they be worse? They're going to be better. They have third in Renfro, who's been absolutely reliable. <laughs> uh, you know, they got Darren Waller and I think Walrus, cuckoo, kachoo. I just think that this, uh, is the prime situation, uh, for Carr. Uh, really, uh, this is the Raiders, uh, year. I think just the stars kind of aligned for them. Second, this is the toss-up for me, um, and I think I'm going to go with the Chargers just based on a little bit more experience that Herbert has with his team and a little bit more camaraderie. The chemistry between him and Mike Williams is beyond evident. Um, they led the first six weeks of the year, being the highest duo in terms of points, yards, touchdowns. They were great together. So I'm going to give them the slight edge, but I would not be surprised if Denver Broncos can – reach that uh two seed either or finish second in the division uh russ has magic it's uh, the physics can't explain it science can't he's incredible he just makes games happen and he's just amazing i i i don't know i think he just makes this team so much better on offense and they have a really good young running back with javante williams as well uh melvin gordon's been a reliable back so they have a big bruiser there uh, and the worst part of their teams, really, they're wide receivers, and that's not that bad. We'll see if Jerry Judy has some fire under him because, you know, if he doesn't perform well, uh, he could see his way out. So I really like what the Broncos are doing. I think that's going to be the team that starts taking over this division, uh, but I think they need, like, one year in order to work it out. But, yeah, I think uh, Vegas reigns supreme. 
Wow. All right. Wow. That would be wow. really exciting. That would be really cool. Now I got in, in the A in the AFC West. Um, I'm gonna go from the bottom to the top. Uh, so from the bottom, uh, I, look this this division is the best division in the NFL. Let's not kid ourselves. This is the best division. Um, the games are going to be electric. It's going to be back and forth. The the last place team is not going to be going, you know, four and and twelve and stuff like that. It's going to be pretty pretty muddied waters there. But I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos in last. Okay, so the Denver Broncos are going to go in last. Uh, then I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I just think losing Tyreek Hill that's a lot. Uh, and and all these other teams have just added players on, added amazing players. Um, so I think the LA Chargers are going to finish in second, and uh, and then I think the Las Vegas Raiders are going to take the division. I mean, Devontae Adams, third in Renfro, Waller, like you named it. And people people were like given. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, Derek Carr is like not a good quarterback." And I was like, "Shut the hell up." He's a fantastic quarterback. He's the best quarterback in Raider history, uh, passing all these other Hall of Famers. And he had no one to throw to. He had Zay Jones. He had Brian Edwards. <laughs> like, you give this man the, the best wide receiver, arguably the best wide receiver, top five wide receiver, Devontae Adams in the league. And that's going to cause mismatches all over the place. So that's what I got. Rob, that's awesome. I love it, man. Guys, I got to tell you, until somebody takes down the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, I got to have him at the top. All right, guys, I just I have to do it. It's like ha- telling me that Tom Brady and the New England Patriots aren't going to come in first every year. So I got the Chiefs. I like the Broncos in second. I like the Chargers in third and the Raiders in fourth. And I believe that all four of these teams are going to be above 500. Rob, you said it. This is going to be the best division in the NFL. And I think all four teams are going to finish north of 500. I I hope that uh, a lot of these teams are playing on Monday night, Thursday night, primetime games. Like they just- are, they are. And yeah. I think three out, I think three out of the four are going to make it into the playoffs guys, especially with yeah. those seven playoff teams now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Andrew, who's your who's your player to watch in this uh, crazy division? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. I think he's really on a hot seat right now because the team has no problem cutting him. Um, I don't think he's performed up to expectations, uh, but it's a new system. And uh, I got to imagine uh, that McDaniel really sees the talent he has with him um and Mick Lombardi as well he's known for having establishing a good run game so I think they'll feature him uh pretty well here so I'm super excited to see how he performs um so I think he's a lot better than his ADP okay guys that's the AFC and we won't get into it now but at the end after we go through the NFC I want to hear our AFC conference championship matchup and then we're going to hear our NFC championship matchup so Let's get into the divisions here. Let's start from the top. We've got the NFC East, which was last year, the Cowboys, Eagles, Washington, and the Giants. So, Andrew, what do you think of this division this year? Um, It's a tough one. Uh, I don't want to hurt your feelings too much, Rick. I know you're wearing a pretty ugly hat there. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll try to be soft on you. I think that this is the Eagles' time to take over. Um, I really like what they did with – 
getting AJ Brown. Um, Hertz is, I think, a pretty good quarterback. He keeps getting better every single year. Uh, I, I think that there's going to be uh, a lot of opportunity to win. They have a pretty nice schedule. Uh, I really like the Eagles here. Still solid defense, uh, top five O line. Uh, they just got to get Miles Sanders a little bit involved, but they, I think they really have the weapons here. Uh, second, I think is the Dallas Cowboys. There's a lot of heat um, on McCarthy's seat as well. Uh, and too much talent to waste. Uh, they've definitely need to capitalize now. Otherwise, uh, Sean Payton's only one phone call away. And I'm sure Jerry has his number ready to hit green on his iPhone right now. Uh, I think the last, or excuse me, uh, the third team will be the commanders. Um, I think Howell can kind of come in there and maybe take over Wentz a little bit. Um, and they have, um, Oh gosh, I'm blanking on that other quarterback. They have um, Heineke. So they, I think that they have some tools there. Uh, Terry could be the best receiver in that league, just based on consistency, or excuse me, that division based on consistency. Uh, and to be fair, that, defense is really stacked on the roster like it's all alabama all-stars um if someone could just put that together they could be actually a pretty good team but they have yet to prove that last is the giants uh i really think that dable uh is kind of uh how do you say it he, he's really been uh, i would say <laughs> masked by josh allen's talent uh Wherever Dable went, I mean, he was with the Browns from two, 2009 and 2000 to 2010 as the OC, did nothing there, went this with uh, Tony Sperano and the Dolphins. I mean, his record and track record is not impressive at all. I think he got pretty lucky there. Uh, so I don't think he's going to be able to fix Daniel Jones, and it's going to continue to be a disaster in that organization. So that's where I'm falling. Jeez, and, and, and mind you, he's a statistician for the Giants and the Jets, so he is holding well, nothing back. That's, against what, Rob, that's what I love about this man. He comes on the podcast and he tells it how it is. He doesn't sugarcoat it. It doesn't matter if it's going to cost him a job or not. He's just going to tell you. He's going to lay it out on the line. Honest feedback. That's what Andrew's about. That's what Field's about. He just gives you honest feedback because that's how we get better. That's how everybody gets better. You can only get this content on the Brothers Brand podcast. I don't know where else you're going to turn. All right. So here we go, guys. I actually agree with you. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this division. I love the quarterback. I love the offensive weapons. They have one hell of a long snapper who was on our podcast not too friend long ago. Friend of the pod, Rick Lovato. Rob, we are big fans of the birds and what Rick's doing in center. I like them to win. I think the Cowboys will get a wild card spot. The Giants, third, Commanders last. Love Ron Rivera, but I just don't think they're going to get it done. Rob, what do you got? I'm going with Andrew. I like Andrew's setup there. I like the the Birds in first, uh, the Cowboys in second, uh, and then the Commanders in third, and and the Giants in dead last. That's just so sad hard. with what's going on with the New York football teams. They have just been. I, there was a documentary not too long ago. I was reading this article and it talked about over a decade's worth of just pure garbage happening with both organizations. And it's just going to continue. I don't see any, any end in sight. You know, Rick, one thought right there. Um, 
you and I have been around the country going to stadiums and all this stuff. And I think MetLife Stadium just sums up how much of a dumpster fire and how much of a bad choice choices these organizations make. You have two like- teams. You have two teams funding this stadium, not to mention any government stuff that gets funded into it. It's it's disorganized. It's a terrible stadium. I think it's a it's a bad stadium and all the stadiums I've been to. And I, look, I know it costs billions of dollars, but why don't you just throw another billion at it, put a dome over it so you could at least host some concerts in the off season. You could at least do some other things uh, to bring bring people there. You could host a Super Bowl again, hopefully. But it was. Why don't you do something with yourself? (laughs) Why don't you do something with yourself? I'll tell you what, Rob. Both organizations are a mess. And Fields, congratulations for being employed by both of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I think what you were referring to, Rob, is uh, the American dream. By the way, (laughs) boring. (laughs) No, no, MetLife Stadium is terrible. MetLife, whatever. You put them all together, it's all a mess. Yeah, it's a colorful disaster. (laughs) Colorful disaster. All right, so here we go. Let's jump into the North Division in the NFC. Always Packers on top, and then a bunch of other teams to follow. Do you think that's the same thing again this year, Andrew? I do. I got to get better at this, though, and keep recapping the best the player to watch out for for any, each division. Uh, going back, I think there's a guy I don't necessarily think is draftable at this time, but keep your eye out for Brian Robinson. Uh, I think he's going to take over uh, – Antonio Gibson's job. I've heard that. I've yeah, heard that, that dude's a bruiser. He's a guy to look out for. Yeah, I don't think much is going to shake up, Rick. I think the Packers still own this division as long as Rodgers is there. Um, he definitely owns the Bears and <laughs> and a bunch of other teams as well. So not even losing Devontae, I think that they have um, some nice talent to work with. People say Lazard's prime for a breakout year, but I think. This kid, uh, Christian Watkins, I believe, uh, from uh, North Dakota State. I, I mean, this is a guy who's going to, I think, like, be a Jordy Nelson, if you will. Uh, I, I think he can shape up really nicely into being a reliable target. Um, and Robert Tanyan comes back. He's going to be healthy. Uh, why not? I, I think that this is uh, still going to be a really good team with also two incredibly serviceable running backs. I mean, AJ, AJ Dillon and, uh, and Aaron Jones, come on the one, two punch right there. Yeah. Hard to stop. And you can run them both so differently. Um, they're, they're a dangerous team and it's a very, very sound defense too. Uh, so second will be the Vikings in my opinion. Uh, they probably, I mean, outside of chase, they have the best deep threat, I think, and probably just second best overall wide receiver right now with justin jefferson he thinks Uh, number one frankly could say that too why not uh i mean here's the thing cups big season came with kevin o'neill who's now the head coach for the vikings the vikings were a run first team last year and look what the numbers did for jeff justin jefferson i think it's going to be uh, a huge year for justin jefferson um just based on that standpoint uh third I got to buy what those Detroit Lions are doing. I don't think they'll finish last this year for once. Um, they're going to be, uh, I think, a little bit more of an inspired team than what we saw. Uh, you know, they, they got some stars here and there, but uh, they won't be as bad as the Bears. The Bears look horrendous right now. Fields just threw his very first touch preseason touchdown pass uh, today. It's uh, it's going to be a tough, 
tough year for the Bears, and I wouldn't be surprised if they finished thirty second in the league. Wow, dead last. Unbelievable. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm on the same with you there. Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. We had uh, one of the Lions uh, secondary players, Woodsy, come on to our podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, and he had a lot of really great things to say about the team, the camaraderie that they're building there. We all got a chance to watch it on Hard Knocks this year. So I, too, like the way the Lions are trending up. I still don't think they're going to be a playoff team. Rob, what are your takes? Uh, you know, I'm right there with you guys uh, in terms of the Bears being an absolute dumpster fire. They could be the worst in the league. Uh, I mean, people want out of there badly. Um, that's never their whole bad. organization wants out of there badly. They're trying to move the stadium. That stadium has been there since the football was ever created and made. And now they're trying to get out of Soldier Field. Nobody wants to be there. Yeah, team doesn't even want to be there. <laughs> so, uh, so I, yeah, I think Chicago is going to finish last. Detroit's going to have a little bit of a rise there. They're going to finish a little bit below 500. They're going to get some inspired wins. Um, and then I'm actually going with the Packers finishing in second oh. and, and sound, sound the Viking horn. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Skull, skull. And I think the high powered offense uh, is going to click with their new coach. Justin Jefferson has been freaking out saying, I can see why Cooper cup has been wide open all this time. Uh, and uh, I think he's going to light it up this year. Obviously someone to watch KJ Osborne was lighting it up towards the end of the year, had over 600 yards receiving in a run first offense. And then he also, uh, and then you have Adam Thielen, old man, Adam Thielen with his little wheelchair you know, little Walker, he's going to go up and he's going to do his thing in the, in the red zone and collect 10 tutties. That's what's going to happen. Um, so, and then you also have Irv Smith jr. Uh, so I think, uh, this is, or senior, I think it's junior, but, um, anyway, I, I, I like their offense. I, I want some change up in there. I don't want the Packers to win it. Uh, I want the Vikings to win it this year. That would be really cool. I think it'd be fun to see those guys hosting some playoff games inside that awesome stadium they have in Minnesota. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that atmosphere is electric. So that's cool, Rob. I like it. I like what you're doing there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Let's go to the South. Tom Brady, he came back. I don't know what he was doing for 11 days in the training camp, but he's back. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, um, he's back, but I don't think that makes him the division king. Uh, I think it's going to be the Saints. If we saw what Jameis Winston was doing last year, he was outstanding before he got hurt. Uh, I think the upside of Michael Thomas coming back is very real. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge component to their success. And then having Chris Olave, I mean, the guy's one of the crispest route runners, um, probably in the division. He's going to be a huge weapon. And look, Kamara isn't going to get that suspension. That's what Schefter was saying. So, I mean, I trust in Chef. Um, seems to be pretty good with his reports. And uh, for the past seven, eight years, most stout run defense. Uh, so you got to toss it on them. And it's not a secondary to mess with. I really like what the Saints have done. And they are the only team to have swept Tom Brady ever in uh, a season. So yeah, I think that's uh, – and you got to get your wins in that division. They, they do play each other pretty close. Um, so – Second, though, it will be Tampa Bay. Uh, I know they lost a few um, 
you know, people, but they still have uh, Leonard Fournette. He's a bell cow. He's going to be heavily relied upon this year um, as Godwin won't be available week one. Uh, they're, you know, a little banged up. They lost their center. I think there's some holes there where they're not going to be as clean as they were the past two years or so. Um, so I, I could see a little bit of slippage there. Uh, I think third will be the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I really like what Arthur Smith did getting Mariota. He worked with him closely when he was at the Titans. And who better to mentor uh, Desmond Ritter than uh Mariota himself. I mean, the comp is uncanny. They look like each other. Uh, and they literally do look like each other. Yeah, I, I think they're super similar. Their play style is the same. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. And then, I mean, how can you knock Kyle Pitts? I mean, I that's guy you must have on your fantasy team this year. Uh, Mariota's uh, relying on the tight ends more than he does any position throughout his entire career in high school, college and NFL as well. And Pitts uh, really isn't a tight end. He's a big wide receiver. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but he's uh, I, I think he's primed for a huge breakout year. And lastly, it's going to be Carolina still really, really promising young defense. And uh, I think you can only get so far when Baker's your quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I try to root for him when I can, uh, but it's been tough when he's great. He's amazing. Good Baker's great, but it's too inconsistent. And, you know, he's coming off of a few injuries from last year. We'll see how he does. And then there's not a lot of depth now. I mean, we lost Matt Corral. We lost uh, Sam Darnold. I don't know if that was a huge liability or not, but, you know, PJ Walker's up next. Uh, I, I think that this is a team that uh, has a lot of promise, but just not enough to get over the superstar talent that this division has. Yeah. Wow, that's phenomenal. And is there a player in particular? I don't want to move on to the next division. I know I've been jumping the gun a little bit, but is there somebody you want to watch in this division? Mm. Yeah, I think there are a few. Uh, I really like Chris Olave. I think he's a guy who's going to be um, a good player to get. Uh, but again, Kyle Pitts really is that guy this year. I, I think that um, you'd be remiss if you didn't get him as uh, the first tight end off, off the board. Um, you know, if it wasn't, if Perhaps Kelsey's not available. Got to get Pitts. You hear that, all you fantasy football players out there? Those These are tips. Again, you only get them on the Brothers Brand podcast. You're yeah. drafting your team. I see Rob writing stuff down. Sticky notes galore. Oh, over there. Opiate, copious notes over here. Copious notes. Smart man. <laughs> smart man. Now, here's my take on the situation, guys. As long as Tom Brady is on the football field, his team is going to win the division. I'm just, you know, I know they might not even have an offensive line this year, I hear, but I still think they're going to win the division. I can't go against the GOAT. I'm sorry. So I got the Bucks on top. I do love the Saints. I thought they were a decent quarterback, not even a good quarterback, but a decent quarterback away last season from being a really, really great team to watch. I think Jameis Winston steps up. I think he's not going to light up the world. He's not going to be the MVP, but I think he's going to get that team in the playoffs. I like what they're doing. Booday, Booday Nation. All right. Now, with the Panthers, I actually do like Baker Mayfield with Christian McCaffrey. That should be a fun combination. And I do think that the Panthers are going to be a little bit better than they were last year. I don't think they're going to the playoffs. And the Falcons, yeah, another step up, but still not a playoff team. So, that's my rundown. Rob, what's your thoughts? 
Uh, Rick, I'm going to side with you on this one. Andrew, I know you like the Saints over the uh, over the Bucks, but you know I just like the Bucks at the top. Uh, I mean, they're going to figure it out. Chris Godwin, okay, he's out, might be out for the first week. Uh, you know, but then they also just added Julio Jones <laughs> to the team. Uh, pretty, Is he pretty down by the schoolyard still? Yeah, me and Julio <laughs> down by the schoolyard and uh, Jones. And uh, I, I, I just like their offense. And uh, I, I, I think Jameis Winston is just the MVP for the defense. He, he looks fantastic, but the man throws so many interceptions and puts his team at risk. So oh, don't give me the little pat right there. Okay, so. Um, but I'm going with Rick's lineup right there. I think that's the that's the cue. And then I'd be curious to see what Drake uh, Drake London does uh, mm-hmm. for the Falcons. I just want to I want to see what he does. Uh, I'm very curious and Chris Olave too. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. So let's get to the last division, which happens to be the NFC West, home of the defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford and company. They put on a show for us last season and they dazzled in the playoffs and that Super Bowl was a terrific one. It's the second year in a row the city that's hosting the Super Bowl has won the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers did it the year prior during COVID. The Rams did it in Los Angeles last year. This year, do you guys know where the Super Bowl is? Glendale, Arizona. So, I'm curious to see what you guys think of the Cardinals this year. Andrew Field was hot on the cards last year. Take it away, Andrew. I want to hear what your thoughts are. I did. I think I had them winning the uh, NFC last year. Uh, But my, uh, hmm. yeah, I don't think I have the same notion uh, this year, though. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. But I, I think it's hard to deny the Rams right now. I mean, just stout from player to player really well-built roster what is concerning though is this elbow injury by Stafford it's not a shoulder injury it's an elbow I'm not a doctor I'm not a mechanic quarterback guru but people say who do know these things say that you don't want to mess with an elbow an elbow is one of the key components especially the way he throws he has a very compact throw um, keeps it tight so having an elbow injury may be really detrimental to Stafford's future and the, in turn, the success of the Rams. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I think that's kind of the big thing that can really shake up this division. Uh, Allen Robinson has been a absolute beast. Uh, that's my guy to watch this year in this division. Uh, must have on your team. I think he's going to be the guy to look at as soon as uh, Cup is uh, triple teamed. So look out for him. And let's see. Second, uh, Niners. Niners defense is as legit as they come. Uh, Nick Bosa is apparently in even better shape than he was last year. It's hard to fathom. Uh, And he was wreaking havoc uh, like he was Aaron Donald out there. It's crazy that this division has to have the both of them. I don't know how you do it. Uh, You know, and Trey Lance sounds like he's really out there balling, playing loose. Um, you know, I know his stats don't exactly look like Pat Mahomes from his second year as that's been like what the comp has been, but you know, the pieces haven't moved too much. They still have a terrific offensive line, um, good running back situation. Most are coming back, um, or excuse me. Um, they have, uh, what's his name? Eli coming back and they have Debo on their contract. I really like that. Uh, it's just a team you can't mess with. 
I think Arizona is going to come in third. Uh, they will not be hoisting the Super Bowl in their own stadium this year. Uh, I think that they have some liabilities on the offensive line. Uh, it's really old. It's not as nimble as you'd hope, and I think they do need to be really dynamic. Uh, and the defense can crumble under pressure. We've seen that last year. Um, they they can really get caught up in the point game and uh, play a pretty boring uh, defense, and it's kind of predictable. Last is going to be Seattle Seahawks. If Geno Smith's your starting quarterback, you know you're not going to finish in the top three of your division. So uh, I rest my case there, and I think that's how things are going to play out. Rob, is there something you want to say? Don't disrespect Geno like that. All right? <laughs> Don't do it. Not on this front of the pod. Not on this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, can, we can talk shit about Gino all day. <laughs> Gino Smith's the worst quarterback in the NFL. He <laughs> <It> probably is. <laughs> I mean, in the entire history of the NFL, Gino Smith is the worst quarterback. <laughs> it blows right. my mind Go that Seattle did not even did not even try. Now, top to bottom, I agree with Andrew. I 100 percent agree with everything that Andrew said. Uh A Rob is going to go off that he finally has a quarterback uh, that's going to be throwing him the ball. Um, love Allen Robinson, uh, you know, love Trey Lance, you know, echo, echo everything you said there, Andrew, the 49ers defense is absurd. I am very curious to see what happens with Marquise Brown uh, and, and Kyler. Uh, it's a bummer that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out for six games uh, really just kind of like solidifies the cards finishing in third. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I think we're going to go Rams 49ers cards and uh, the Seahawks and uh, hopefully the Seahawks finish dead last and can get a, uh, a first uh, top five quarterback selection. Wow, guys, that's incredible. So we've went this whole NFL prediction here, every team, all the divisions and not one division. Do we agree on from top to bottom? including this one, because I think the Cardinals will finish second. I think they will get into the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl at home. I got the Rams winning the division. I think they'll even get one game better. They are just going to be rolling this year, a team not to mess with. Um, not convinced yet at the quarterback position for the 49ers. I'm just not. I got to see it to believe it. So, if we get into the season and he ends up being the guy everybody thinks he's going to be. Well, I think I'll eat my words and apologize, but until then Jimmy Garoppolo could make an appearance at quarterback this year. I'm just saying. I'm not a 49ers fan, but I think I speak for every 49ers fan that they are excited. They're going to have a quarterback that can throw it further than 20 yards um, and, and get some deep balls down there. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think Jimmy G is going to be there. But Jimmy G could go up north to Seattle. All right, gentlemen, here's the deal now. Let's talk about the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship games. This is what everybody's been waiting for. Who's going to be the Final Four in February? Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take the charge right here. Uh, I'm going to go in the AFC we are going to see the Bengals versus the Bills in the AFC Championship. Mm. And in the NFC Championship, we are going to see the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the LA Rams. Okay. Uh, the Rams are going to win that, and they're going to face the Bills in the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. And the Bills and Josh Allen 
are going to ride off into the sunset that night because they will be hoisting, hoisting the Lombardi trophy. That would be a miracle, Rob. And I like what you're doing. I too like the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl this year, but I think they're going to get the job done in the AFC championship game against the Tennessee Titans and MVP of the league, Derek Henry. What is happening here? What is going Jesus? I think if the Tennessee if the Tennessee Titans even make the playoffs, I will apologize. If if they get to the if they get to the AFC championship, I owe you something undetermined. (laughs) You owe me a lot already. (laughs) Now, here we are. In the NFC championship game, I think the Packers are gonna defeat the Rams and we'll see Aaron Rodgers in Glendale but he'll come up just short against Josh Allen and those Buffalo Bills. Fields, why don't you cap off this podcast with your final four and your Super Bowl champions? Yeah, um, I agree. I think the Bills will make it to the AFC Championship uh, where they will lose against the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Baltimore Ravens will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, NFC, uh, you know, I think there's a few things. Obviously, they can all play out in certain ways. But uh, the way I like to see it, I think right now uh, the Rams will be uh, going back, but they will face the New Orleans Saints. And uh, I think the Rams will be again in the Super Bowl uh, where they will play the Ravens. And uh, I think the Ravens got some dog in them. Let's let's do Ravens Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, wow. What, is, what is happening? What is happening? All right. You heard it here first on the Brothers Brand Podcast. We cannot thank you enough coming on the podcast. Once again, Andrew, uh, just always a pleasure. Thank you for all that you do. Enjoy the games this season. And for all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brand, And I'm Rob Brand, And we're the Brothers Brand. Thanks for listening. Andrew, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Wow.